stations are tuned in too. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the host or the guest do not necessarily reflect the views of Paranormal Buzz Radio or its sponsors. Use of any materials produced by Paranormal Buzz Radio without express written consent is strictly prohibited. For information on everything Paranormal Buzz Radio has to offer, visit our website, paranormalbuzzradio.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. Peggy comes from a long line of spiritual mediums. She is also an afterlife researcher, paranormal investigator, and she mixes her skills with her special gifts in order to seek knowledge of the unknown, paranormal, and metaphysical. Join Peggy live on Spreaker, Saturday nights, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, for some great conversation with awesome guests and some fun along the way. Be sure to follow Peggy's social media on Periscope, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For all of Peggy's sponsors, check out the links in the description. Here's your host, Peggy Gypsy. Hello, world, and welcome to Into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. Um, I hope everybody's having a good weekend. I know my last show, unfortunately, was pre-recorded, which I was kind of sad because I'm so used to going on and interacting with you guys in the chat room. But, you know, it, it was it was a good reason. I was in Tennessee hanging out with my friends and it was awesome. I met new friends, you know, caught up with old friends, hung out with the TWC boys, which they are so much fun. If you guys haven't checked out their events, make sure you do. Follow them on social media. Those guys are the real deal. They're so humble and honest and nice. And, you know, it was just a blasty event. Uh, yes, I'm super excited. I see a couple friends here already on the chat room. So I'm like, yay, that makes me super happy. Let me just give a quick shout out to my sponsors, Crescent City Conjour. They're located at 2402 Royal Street in New Orleans, Louisiana. Their Facebook is Crescent City Conjour, and their website is crescentcityconjure.us. If you need anything to do with conjure, hoodoo, witchcraft, root work, make sure to check them out. San Elias is amazing. He was my first guest, and, you know, he's he's amazing. He's one of those humans that I'm like, we are twin flames. I love him to death. And so, yeah, if you're ever in the New Orleans area, Make sure to go in the shop. It's an awesome place to hang out and learn. And, you know, he's there for services. My other sponsor is Colorado Paratech. Their Facebook is Colorado Paratech. They are the creators of the Ghost Lights. Right now, I do have one more spot open for sponsors. So if you think you want to sponsor my show and you have a business or, you know, anything like that, make sure to reach out to me on social media. Facebook is Peggy Gypsy. 
My Twitter is Peggy Gypsy and Instagram is Peggy Gypsy One. And I will go ahead and review and respond to your message. So yeah, I have a lot of stuff going on. Oh my gosh, I have you know I'm starting to book up events here and there, which is pretty exciting. Now, for those of you who do know, I am the co-owner of Mysterious Journeys with Lynn Chekai. We are an event company, and we do paranormal events here in the Western New York area. And soon, we'll be going and traveling with and doing events in other cities and other states. So we're kind of excited about that. Our next event is May 3rd, which it's going to be awesome. It is the Hinsdale Haunt. It is at the legendary Hinsdale House in Hinsdale, New York. For those of you guys who are in the paranormal, you guys know who, you know what house that is. So it's going to be an awesome event. The next event that we are going to be having is May 5th. And it's called the Statler Cinco de Maggio Ghost Hunt. So it is, a, we're going to have such a blast. Tickets are still available for that event. They are selling out. So make sure you guys go into my social media Click on the link and get your tickets. Then finally, my first real convention, you know, not where I'm helping someone or I'm, you know, helping people run it. It's going to be me. (laughs) So I'm kind of excited. And it's going to be June 1st, Portland, Maine, Paracon. Tickets are on sale now, so make sure you guys get tickets. The VIP party is on June 1st. And then the convention is Saturday, June 2nd. Awesome people, John Saffis, um, Steve Gonzalez, a whole bunch of people are going to be in the lineup. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a blast at the VIP party. Make sure you guys get your tickets. My next guest for May 4th is going to be my good friend Jack Kenna. Haven't seen him in a while. I think last time I saw him was at Parahora last year, so we have a lot to catch up. May 18th, it is the Spirit Chick. And I really don't know her that well. We follow each other on um, social media. And it's one of those things where like my social media and her social media followings are like, you girls need to work together. You girls need to work together. So finally, it was like, okay, we are. (laughs) She's going to be on the show. And she's a beautiful young girl. I mean, I cannot wait to pick her brain and see, you know, what beautiful things she's doing with her career. My guest tonight, yay, it is Patrick McQuarrie. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong because I'm thinking, could it be McQuarrie or McQuarrie? I don't know. But he's going to correct me. He's going to let me know how to pronounce it. For those of you who do know me, know that I always kill people's last name. <laughs> but they still, they laugh. And, you know, we, we laugh. So, Patrick, how do we pronounce your last name? <laughs> That's so funny because normally people say it like that. You were close. It's Patrick McQuarrie. McQuarrie! (laughs) You got it. Oh, good, good, good. Awesome. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, he is from the haunted side. He has a huge social media following. Um, He always kept popping up on, like, my social media. And I'm like, who is this guy? Why are we not friends? How do I not know him? Like, I know he's out in Reno. And I'm like, but still, who is this guy? And I reached out to him. And he was excited. He was like, yeah, I'll do your show. So, Patrick, how are you today? Oh, I'm living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Because that beats the alternative. (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) So now, Patrick, um, like I said, you live out in Reno now. Can you let us know, like, how did you start in the paranormal? Like, was there a TV show that got you in it? Was it an experience that you had? Like, how did that all come about? Oh, yeah, definitely an experience. Uh, So I actually grew 
grew up in Texas, in Dallas, Texas. I was born and raised. Um, and when I was like eight years old, eight or nine years old, um, my family, we all moved out into this uh, like old, like Texas farmhouse, like what you would think like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it oh, looked wow. like that house, right? Um, and so we move in and we're starting to like bring all of our furniture and stuff in. And up in the attic, my parents, they actually found a satanic altar. Um, and then they found one in the basement and then they found some uh, in the barns and stuff that were on the property. Uh, so doing a little research, they ended up finding out that it was used as a satanic church all through like the 1960s. Um, so you could just kind of imagine just the, the amount of just energy and stuff that was in that house. Uh, but I actually got woken up one night like we had lived in the house for maybe like two weeks and I actually mm-hmm. got woken up because I felt something just sit on the edge of my bed. And then I have two brothers, so I figured it was one of them. Well, I open my eyes, and there's this black shadow just shit sitting on the edge of the bed, staring at the wall. Uh, And I was just kind of like, okay. And so at eight years old, I wasn't as equipped as I am now. So I just was like, yep, I'm out of here, and just bolted (laughs) out of the room. Um, But ever since then, uh, I've just been fascinated with all things paranormal. I mean, I've done to date like over a thousand investigations um and i've done at least one in every single state uh so alaska to florida hawaii to maine and everywhere in between like literally everywhere now like at what age did you start investigating was it something like when you had that experience you started getting curious about it and kind of like playing around like how was like your first investigation so the first investigation that I can really remember doing uh, was probably closer to like 13, 14. I was always like interested in it, but obviously, you know, at like 10 years old, I wasn't like, well, I'm just going to jump in the car and drive to an insane asylum <laughs> or like an old tuberculosis hospital. You know, my parents were too keen on that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I the first one I remember, I was probably around 13 um, and my grandmother actually worked at um, a nursing home in Texas um, that was getting ready to be shut down and I was like oh my gosh I was like this is my chance you know what I mean like I got super excited Uh, and so I mean I honestly thinking back now it was so like primitive I mean I think I had like a K2 meter a (laughs) digital recorder and like a ton of energy and excitement like that's like that's really all all that's all you need that's all I know well I know it's it's funny yeah and so yeah I went out and and got you know messed around for a few hours and got some uh got some EVPs and got some different stuff. But I, I remember that being really like the first one. Um, and then, yeah, just never stopping since then. Oh, man, that's amazing. Now, did you get any evidence? Did you get any EVPs on your first one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember getting something that was like the name of uh, one of the nurses that that, that worked there. Because I asked my grandmother afterwards, I was like, I got this name. And she goes, yeah, that's one of the nurses that hasn't worked there in like 20 years. So it was like almost like one of the patients saying her name again or something. Oh, wow. That is so interesting. Uh, Wow. I love it when I hear these stories. And I love it how most of us started at a young age. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's amazing. Now, like, how how did you get to where you are now in your career in being a paranormal investigator? Like, how was that journey for you? Well, I mean, so I'm also a musician. I think I told you that. Um, And so I got really lucky because back in like 2008, uh, my band was called The Holding. We actually signed a record deal with Universal Records. 
Um, and so I was doing like just a massive amount of touring, uh, like 10 months out of the year I was on the road and, you know, I was getting to go to all these random places that I would never just get a chance to go to. Um, and so it was funny because we would get the, we would get the tour rider that was, you know, would say all the dates and everything and everywhere that we were going to be playing. And the first thing I did was then go online and, and, you know, cross reference and see where the closest, most haunted locations were to each city. Uh, and so I'd plan it out to where, you know, if we were going to be in that town for two or three days, I was going to mm-hmm. go and visit two or three places. Um, and so back then I didn't do any of like the, like I didn't have a series or anything. I mean, I was filming, but it was just more for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but just about maybe about six months ago, um, I was showing some to a buddy of mine and he was just like, He's like, dude, this is really good stuff. He goes, you need to like start putting some of this together, like edit some of this together and, and, and put this out, like start a YouTube channel. Uh, so I literally like six months ago, I started the Instagram for the haunted side. I started the YouTube channel for the haunted side of everything um, and just started, you know, piecing together some of the stuff that I had done and, and, and posting it up. And the reaction has been just unbelievable. I mean, like I'm, I'm still in awe. I mean, I look and, uh, we just did the uh, we posted our Winchester Mystery House uh, investigation. We actually got invited out there to to do that, wow. and uh, yeah, we posted it. Uh, I think maybe a week ago, and it's coming up on like fourteen hundred views and oh, and everything. Wow. Our, our yeah, our subscriber count is like almost seventeen hundred now, um, and it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, just so so fast. You know, people are just uh, people are really re- responding to it well, and you know, I, I really th- I think it kind of boils down to you know everything we do is obviously 100% real, 100% authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think people, um, appreciate that. I think people, yeah, uh, especially the really hardcore, you know, paranormal uh, people out there. Um, you know, I, I think they are, they tend to stray away from kind of the over sensationalized things and, and they yeah. just want to see, you know, an investigator with some equipment going into a place and, and, and trying to document, uh, what's going on. So I, I, I really attribute it to, to us that's, doing that that's pretty good but yeah you know they can we can tell the authenticity of the investigation you know oh yeah just by even if it's on a tv show we're just kind of like oh what is going on no why did they do that <laughs> now the yeah. winchester is one of my places that is actually on it's in my bucket list and it's a place that i do oh. want to get up there and work now how was that experience there because that place just looks insane it looks amazing it it was unbelievable. I mean, honestly, words can't even describe. I mean, it was so amazing. Just pulling up, I had never been. It was also on my bucket list forever. So just pulling up to that house, you're mm-hmm. blown away. Like immediately, you're blown away because it looks so amazing. Um, and then got yeah, I me mean, doing doing the walk around because we filmed there for a good three days. You know, outside shots, interviews, B roll, um, all that stuff. So getting a really a chance to walk around and just experience the house mm-hmm. was unbelievable. And then the actual investigation. I mean, it, it was nuts. Like, it, it didn't matter. Like, you know, we would just be like talking in between, you know, segments and stuff like that. We'd just be talking and, and hanging out, and and stuff would get thrown. Our equipment would get knocked over. Um, yeah. Oh no, no, it was insane. Oh, and wow. actually, probably if, if if people haven't watched it yet, please watch it. Uh, but I, I won't spoil too much of it. But we no, did no, get an EVP. Me, yeah, don't give me your whole episode because then yeah. you know, I, I want people <laughs> yeah. to go on. Actually, I, we do have a couple of people that are giving you shout out. PSPR Paranormal Pursuits in the house. And they said, hey, oh, yeah. that they had you on their YouTube and What's that up, you're Bill? amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bill's an awesome guy. Yeah, we have Monica Jacobo and... Monica says, one of my favorite guys is Patrick. He's a stellar guy and a great real investigator. 
Well, thank you, Monica. You're amazing. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, I have to tell you because I'm seeing like your name popping up besides like my friends. I'm like, oh, great. But yeah, that oh, place cool. just Very looks cool. insane. Like this is one of those places that I'm like, <laughs> I need to go there soon. It's oh, please. Weird. Yeah, absolutely. And let me know because it's one of those ones that it's like impossible to get in. Like they mm-hmm. don't allow. I mean, even if you do the tours there, you have yeah. to check your cell phone in. They don't allow anybody really? in there. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And actually, so our filming, the the last person that was in there before we did our filming was the History Channel. Um, and they were doing like a, a segment on like the city of San Jose. And that was the last thing that they allowed in there. Um, what? But just now, just say the word just let me know peggy I'll, oh I'll my look. god <laughs> we'll you go. know after we're done i'm gonna be like okay so i'm planning a trip with my <laughs> business partner lynn and we need to shoot there because like that's like gonna three be hours amazing. like yeah three hours from now you're just like knocking on my door hey how's it going we're driving to san jose get in your car exactly and we're like <laughs> remember what you said well i'm outside your door now so i'm in you know i'm here let's hang out <laughs> there you go oh absolutely that'd be awesome but uh, yeah, no. Uh, without giving it away too much, we, yeah, don't. Yeah, we did capture an EVP, um, pr- and even in the episode I talk about it, it's probably one of the best EVPs I've ever heard. Not just that I've captured, but that I've ever heard. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, we left the recorder in the actual room where Sarah Winchester passed away, and about two and a half, maybe three hours after we left it there, a female voice, clear as day, like right up against the microphone, says, "Welcome to my home." <gasps> oh my! You just gave me goosebumps. Everybody's yeah. like putting a face on on the chat. We're like, oh my god! Yeah, That's it insane. it was it was unreal. Oh my god, guys! Make sure to go on his YouTube channel and watch that episode because it sounds like it's gonna be insane. I'm also gonna go ahead and post the link for that episode on my social media so you guys can find it and oh, check it do. out. Yeah, that is yeah. so crazy. Now, what is the sec- Like, what is like your all time best location? that you've been to that you were like blown away and you can't say the Winchester but (laughs) that was a good one I think I mean god you know like I said I mean a thousand investigations I've done some unbelievable places I mean uh Waverly Hills uh, to Bobby Mackey's um I did Sea Haven tuberculosis hospital it was a sanatorium in Connecticut uh Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done some crazy investigations, but honestly, I think probably one of the ones that just just unbelievable, like blew me away was was probably Waverly Hills. I mean, I always say that first because that place. Have you been there? No, no, I have not. Oh, my God. So, I mean, if you don't know the history, it's like 160,000 square foot um, tuberculosis hospital that's been abandoned now since, you know, the 30s or 40s. Yeah. Um, But it's unreal i mean uh, four stories you walk around five stories sorry um and i was hearing and and so back then this is when i used to do the investigations completely alone like nobody was with me i i i took a camera and my equipment and backpack and i would go into these places um and i walked around all night long i was hearing full conversations like i could tell you what they were talking about um i was seeing shadows and dark figures moving constantly i mean that place like I think that that might have been one of the times where I just was like, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, you I get mean, in you're those by moments. yourself, Patrick. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. we have to have a buddy system. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, just just recently, um, I actually brought a, uh, a, a buddy of mine 
um his name's sean uh we actually he's he's a cinematographer uh documentary uh filmmaker and actually we we just recently partnered up and he actually actually brought him into the project um so now he's like the cinematographer and investigator and so it's him and i now uh that are going out to these locations and the winchester was actually the first one that we did uh so it it, it's yeah so it's kind of funny because he never really paranormally he'd never done any kind of investigation yeah it was the winchester mystery house <laughs> oh so i mean wow I was like, that's an, he's lucky <laughs> i know i'm like i know like like people don't normally start here you know what i mean like <laughs> no you know they start at their local you know haunted place in their town <laughs> and you know or like a or residential case yeah cemetery yeah. you know people don't just go like oh this is my first time when i'm at the winchester wow yeah it's it's, it's unreal but i mean his it's great for me because now I don't have to really focus on the camera. I can yeah. really just be a hundred percent into the investigation and his mind is, is perfect because he's, he's the one who's like, okay, this is the angle. This is the shot. This is the angle. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, funny yeah. because he watches, he's got his whole camera rig and he actually watches an external monitor um, that kind of looks like a little mini television screen. And oh, then wow. he's got his headphones on listening to the audio from either my mic or the mic on the camera rig, whatever. And so he says that it doesn't really scare him yet. I mean, he's only done now he's done two, um, but he says mm-hmm. he doesn't really scare him that much because he doesn't, uh, he doesn't feel like he's there necessarily <laughs> because he's, he's watching the screen and listening to it on headphones. So he feels like he's just watching yeah, you know, Netflix able, or something. Because he is watching the screen and he's like the tech guy, he's able to kind of separate himself from the actual location until, you know, one day something's going to tap him. He's going to see, you know, something next to him. And that's when it's going to be like, yep, welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because I even told him because he was like, well, you know, I'm not too scared. I don't think things are going to follow me. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, well, I was like. I, I hope that it never does, but you know, I was like, it can, uh, like it things, can, you know. Yeah. Nobody, there's, there's no experts in the paranormal. I mean, we have, no. there's a, people who have a lot of experience, but there's no experts because no, it's not fully understood. You can't be an expert of it. Uh, and so I, you know, I tell him that he was like, oh, that's fine, man. Let's go. So he, he's, yeah. he's done really well, really, really well. But you know, like inside, you're waiting for like that moment. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> like I'm scared. That moment will come. Yeah, well, watch the Winchester episode because that moment did come. <laughs> oh, it did. Oh, the I see what M. Yeah. Okay, M just wrote. Oh, he jumped to laugh out loud. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, he, he 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 had some spooky stuff going on to him, but yeah. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Now let's see. Hmm. So you are a musician. Like, are you the lead singer? Do you play instruments? Like, what do you do? So I was the lead singer, uh, but I also played guitar and piano, and I was a songwriter. Um, and everything. Oh, that is so cool. Last, um, my last <laughs> episode, I had Sean Austin, and I made him sing a song. <laughs> Don't worry, I will not. Oh, I mean, I won't force you to sing a song, but I did to him. <laughs> well, I kind of did force him. He's like one of my good friends, so it, it was one of those things that I put yeah. in the spot, and he didn't have a choice. <laughs> That's awesome. So very cool. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll serenade you. <laughs> Yay! You see? Maybe he'll sing for us, you guys. Let's see what happens. Oh, M says, oh, he can't sing. <laughs> oh, Rosa. If you don't know Rosa Nail, she is amazing person in the paranormal field. Like, she is such a big supporter of everyone. And she's like, please sing, please sing. You guys, you know what? Maybe, like, before the show <laughs> ends, maybe he'll sing something for us. We will see if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. So now my question to you is, um, 
with all you know there's so many oh i see you in the chat room too how silly yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> I was I'm like, oh wait someone's in the chat room but like you know out of there's so many paranormal investigators this could be someone you know that's not on a tv show you know because that makes no difference to me if they're on tv or not who would you like to investigate with if you can make up your team right now of four people not including yourself who would that team be that you can be like Man, i need to investigate with them Man, that's a that's a pretty like awesome question. I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one. I and honestly, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, there's so many. I mean, even now that I've started to kind of get you know the social media going, obviously I've got just yeah. a ton of of awesome investigators that mm-hmm. uh, you know have started to reach out and everything. I mean, Bill Cook, we talked about him uh, just a second ago. Um, yeah out in pennsylvania pspr paranormal uh, mm-hmm. pursuit i mean i'd love to go out with those guys um and do some investigation you now i mean we obviously need to set up this winchester investigation that's going to be amazing um but i mean that's such a good question like mm-hmm. uh, sean you know the the newest member that actually did join the team uh yeah. i'm super stoked on, on on doing some more investigations with him but yeah. i mean as far as like anybody like famous like tv show wise okay we'll narrow it down we can narrow it down for you okay famous as in who has a current tv show people who have current tv shows right now gordon ramsay (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i feel i feel like that would probably be like an unbelievable investigation like i'd be like because i don't i don't do provoking but i imagine that he would probably have some choice words I feel like Gordon Ramsay will just go in into this investigation and kick ass and boss everybody around, and I think it would be amazing. I think <laughs> <laughs> he would be the boss of the whole situation. You know, the ghosts would kind of be scared of him. Yeah. They'll be like, "Please take him away." <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the whole episode, if it was aired on like a network, would just be one con constant like sensor beep like you know what i mean like you'd get one yeah. like word in it'd be like the and then beep 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 beep, beep and the beep beep, beep beep like it wouldn't stop like he would just be non-stop cursing <laughs> and then your the evps would be like please tell him to go we don't want to talk to him <laughs> <laughs> be like we loved you on kitchen nightmares <laughs> you know <laughs> that would be no but seriously pick one investigator or two that you would want to investigate with. I know I have a few. I mean, I was lucky. I always had, you know, uh, the TWC boys that I was able to investigate with them last month. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, you know, such they're such awesome guys. Like, what you see on TV, these guys are so humble. They're so amazing with their fans. Their fans are their friends. It's not like that line of, like, hey, I'm on TV and you're a fan. You know what I mean? It's like these Yeah. everybody's just friends, and it was such a great experience. So I'm glad that... I got to experience that, but who would you want to investigate with? I mean, if I had to pick somebody in the paranormal, like TV world, mm-hmm. I feel like have you you've watched the Dead Files, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I feel like the detective on the Dead Files. I think we would get along. Like I think we would actually be friends. <laughs> <laughs> See that? That would be good. That, I think that would be a good show. I could I could watch that. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I think the haunted. Be- the haunted dead files <laughs> <laughs> the haunted dead file that would be funny like oh a crossover that would be a great show that would be awesome now what locations do you have that you haven't been to that you would like to investigate 
Um, so actually, uh, we've got a couple of things on the book uh, on the books right now that I'm super excited about. Um, so I live in Reno, Nevada, which is about from my house to Virginia City is like 25 minutes. Uh, so we're talking like Mackey Mansion, Washoe Club, uh, Silver Queen, like all of those places are literally like 25 minutes from my house. Um, and we've actually got um, there's an old. Um, uh, museum up there, law enforcement museum, um, and we're actually going to be investigating here in the next like month. Uh, we're going to be investigating this place, and it's it's recently closed. But the guy who ran it for like years and years and years, he said that he would be in there all alone at night by himself, and he would hear because they still had gallows there, and so he would hear the gallows just open like the floor fall through, and then he would hear disembodied screams. So. Yeah, so we're getting pretty excited to get out there um, and film there. Uh, that's happening, yeah, in about a month or so. Uh, we're we're going to be doing, yeah. Um, I'm also excited to get down to Southern California and do uh, the Queen Mary. We've had a ton of people requesting um, yes. that we do the Queen Mary, so we're going to get out there here pretty soon. Um, and we also, we've got a house up in Boise, um, Idaho, that was owned by uh, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore, um, and oh, they wow. actually... Yeah, and they actually moved out because of all of the stuff that got thrown and the scratches and the growls and stuff like that that happened oh in this my. house. Yeah, so uh, the guy who owns it now, he runs a, uh, a media company out of the house, and, and mm-hmm. he, he, he reached out to us and said, hey, will you please come up and document some of this stuff because things are getting pretty crazy. So that's another oh, spot wow. we're super so excited. He, it's- wow, that sounds really exciting. I mean, if, if stuff is mm-hmm. still happening there and he's asking you to come out, that's going to be a great episode. Mm-hmm, yeah, and we actually we just recently filmed and, and we're in post right now for uh, an episode that we shot here in Reno at the Virginia City or sorry the Virginia Street Antique uh, Mall. So it's one of the antique shops out here um, that the owner reached out to us because they see like dark shadows moving. Um, they get stuff knocked over all the time. There was actually a murder inside of the building. Um, so there's some some crazy stuff that's going on there. Um, and she actually invited us out to do a whole investigation. We did two nights, actually. Um, one night where I just went in by myself uh, that we filmed with, uh, with Sean. And it was unreal. Like, <laughs> it was really, really awesome. Yeah. Again, oh, wow. I won't spoil it too much. But, yeah, yeah, don't um, give us everything because, you know, they feel bad if, like, you was, tell us, like, yeah. all the good stuff. And, you know, then people don't go watch yeah, it. No, they're we, like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> You may or may not have captured a full apparition, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Shut up, Patrick. Now I'm going to be like, okay, where's the episode? I need to see it. Uh-huh. Now, what are, yeah. you, are you coming? Are you ever coming like to the East Coast? Because I think oh, you're always, I, I know you're closer to the West Coast, and it's probably easier. But are you? Do you have any plans to come out here, like locations um, that you want to investigate? So there, there isn't anything on the books just yet, but there's a lot of locations um, that we're kind of you know getting getting kind of firmed down and stuff like that but i would love to i mean absolutely i mean i i i love everything from savannah uh in georgia to i mean i've had crazy stuff happen in south carolina pennsylvania actually worked a a case for uh, a private residence in pennsylvania um and it was actually scratched like i got scratched oh, wow. so hard that it started bleeding uh, oh my on my back yeah it was it was nuts it was it was a pretty crazy thing but um no i mean i'd, I'd love to absolutely yeah, Let's set need, this up. We need to get you up here to New York, like Western New York. We have up here, we have the Hinsdale House. We have oh, yeah. the Statler Hotel, which was on Paranormal Lockdown. 
we have Wildwood Sanitarium, we have Rolling Hills, Greystone Manor. We have so many awesome locations that if you were to come up here for a few days, you could have like three or four episodes. Oh, that's great. Because, Let's plan it. Yeah, we Done have deal. to plan it because everything <laughs> is like literally like, you know, between 30 to, you know, an hour away from each other. So I think it would be an awesome trip. And just because oh, I feel fantastic. like, you know, like I get it, you're, you know, you live closer to the other coast, so it makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> but you definitely have to come down here. Yeah like, yeah, like five hours I'm on the, I'm on the West Coast, like I'm on the beach. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, I don't want to go to New York. It's too cold. I mean, I mean, it's April and now is when it's starting to get nice here. I mean, and by nice, yeah. I mean 40s, 40 to 50 degrees. Yeah. See, I'm from Texas. That's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's winter to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be like three thermals, a shirt, a jacket, a scarf, oh and I'd God. still be like, it's cold. No, yeah. and we're Actually, over here, no, like, we think it's nice. We're like, oh, it's so nice but, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but actually up in, uh, up in, um, around we were talking a minute ago but up around uh, like poughkeepsie area um Mm -hmm. i had a crazy experience in a hotel that i stayed at it was like a bed and breakfast Mm -hmm. um that had like six or eight rooms something that was pretty small um but we had we had played a show in i want to say is albany pretty close up there yes yeah well to poughkeepsie yes albany is about i think like five hours from buffalo Okay, so we played like around Poughkeepsie, but we played in Albany. But this hotel, I mean, was around Poughkeepsie somewhere. Um, And I had done some research and found this place. But apparently there was a father that checked in one night with his son. um, And the son um, was autistic. And then the dad actually murdered the son, killed killed the son in the room, and then killed himself. Uh, So it was a murder-suicide in this this little tiny bed and breakfast. Um, And we were like we played in albany and i think it was like maybe 30 minutes to this hotel like it was it was close enough that i was like okay this is happening you know i'm i'm gonna go there um which is funny because the rest of the band like was just like you're an idiot like no we're gonna stay at the hilton <laughs> yeah it's we'll, be, safe. You know, we'll be at, we'll be yeah we'll be at the hilton bar you know hanging out like you go go ahead like do your ghost thing um and i did and and i rented the whole place i stayed there completely by myself um and i caught an evp uh, in the middle of the night that said I got the boy oh no yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty crazy oh that is so sad oh I hate when, yeah. when it's cases like that or investigations like that that you get these EVPs and you're like come on you're still torturing this child even in yeah. the afterlife like that is so and- sad and really what I was trying to do was see if that, you know, if, if this child's soul or something was still there, mm-hmm. um, if I could help it, you know, help them, you know, it was, it was a, a boy and if I could help him, you know, move on or, or whatever needed to happen. And, and it was just, yeah, it was unbelievable that, that the, the, and actually, I mean, I didn't catch very much other than that. I mean, some like weird noises and sounds yeah. and stuff, but, um, nothing like concrete, you know, like that. Um, and so I was just kind of like left, like, like going, like shaking my head, like, man, like. I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear that, you yeah. know, whatever it was, or this malevolent uh, spirit saying, I got the boy. Like, I don't, that didn't make me feel good. So no, that is, that doesn't make me feel good hearing. It's almost like, like, yeah, I'm still torturing him, you know, in the afterlife. We're yeah. still here and I'm still torturing him in this house. That it's yeah. so sad. M says in the chat room, that's so heartbreaking. Sherry says, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That is so insane and that is so sad. Now, from, let's see, what was the scariest moment in, you don't have to say the location, because this part I really don't like to ask, you know, the locations, because I Uh think all locations are great. I may go to one location and have an insane experience, and you can come the next day and there will be nothing happening, you know, so I don't like to put (laughs) locations out there like, what was the worst? I never asked that question, because, you know, it's, it's not a good question to ask. But what was like the scariest experience that you've ever had? Scary. I mean, being scratched by something that should there shouldn't be any way of something scratching you is pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's happened to me now six times. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think all six were just as equally as terrifying because um, typically, you know, it'll be like shirt, jacket. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. no way. Like, I'm gonna like back into something you know and if i do i would feel it and it would rip my rip my jacket or something like that um but each time i mean it was it was there there was a couple that actually i was started bleeding like it was it was that bad um but yeah definitely i would say if anybody else has you know ever been scratched by by something it it's it's just a weird feeling that doesn't just stop after that pain kind of ends you know because at first it's like kind of like burning hot and then it feel it feels like a scratch afterwards Mm -hmm. um but then it's like you know you start feeling weird and you have weird dreams and stuff i mean it's not just like a one oh yeah yeah it's not just like a one-time thing where you're like ow that hurt don't do that you know what i mean it like it's it's as close as i've come to i think to something like you know trying to attach itself to me or something like that It, it, it it can get pretty crazy okay let me knock on wood I'm like knocking literally on my coffee table because I've never been scratched and I'm knocking on wood. So what you're trying to tell me is like when you get, you know, to you, your experience, when you get scratched, it's almost like, how can I put this? Like, so you get scratched, it's almost like a little gateway for them to, you know, attach themselves to you. And that's why you're having bad dreams or feeling ill, feeling, you know, weird feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost like, how did, go ahead. M wants to know how did you get rid of that feeling. Um, it's funny. I, I get asked this question a lot, and I always answer the same thing. It's like, what will I not do? Like, I will try anything and everything. I mean, if it's crystals or sage or you know, saying prayers, wearing a rosary, like holy water. I mean, literally anything. Because I'd rather have it and not need it than yes. <laughs> than the opposite. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty much anything. Um, anything that, that that's supposed you know supposed to work yeah oh man that's that's you know oh the closest i've ever been to was i was down in uh, petros tennessee at brushy mountain state penitentiary and i wear oh, wow. a blessed um st michael's necklace and i remember yeah. you know as i'm a media i'm a psychic medium as soon as i walked in you know I was like, this place is insane. I don't know if I'm going to get raped or killed. Like, I was just like, what oh, a wow. horrible feeling. And I remember standing there and I would feel someone's finger just like gently moving my chain back and forth. But it was just oh, so weird. soft, but I still knew that it was happening. And I'm like, oh, hell no, not tonight. No, nope, yeah. we're not doing this. You know, and, like, and I'm like talking Forget to people about it. and I'm investigating with them. But in my mind, I'm already like, nope, guard up, prayers up, like you know yeah. boundaries we're not doing this yeah so, yeah actually i i grew up um like catholic like my parents are both you know like roman catholic everything <laughs> I went to roman private catholic, catholic school so yeah. yeah 
something like that happens to me, I'm like, adios mio. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you're like, adios mio, mi gente Guadalupe. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, exactly I'm speaking right. Spanish and I have no idea how to speak Spanish, but it, all those yeah. players will like, come out. <laughs> like I grew up in Texas. I can like order food. That's about it. I'm, <laughs> this is freaking me out. <laughs> but then all of a sudden in a scare moment you would say like the whole rosary in Spanish and be like what just happened yeah yeah. like I wouldn't even understand I'd be like speaking in tongue like oh my god like <laughs> <laughs> now M has a question for you it's sure. uh, what's one of your favorite equipment that's gotten the most evidence ooh that's another good question um, I don't know I like I keep bouncing back and forth to different things um, because I actually do a lot of like building and modifying and uh, of equipment um, and so like I like to tear things apart and like you know try new things and all that kind of stuff and um, like my spirit box if you've seen any of the videos that I do um, I actually modified mine and removed all of the antennas so oh, that wow. regardless of AM or FM um, there's there's no radio interference. Like I could be standing outside of a radio station and it, it just won't pick it up. There's no way for it to pick up. Um, so when I'm getting like full sentences through, you know, the spirit box, actually the Geiger grade road episode that I did, um, I think it was like episode five or something like that. Um, I did like that was probably to date one of the best investigations I've had with the spirit box. Um, just nonstop like relevant responses, like answering questions to me. Um, just crazy and actually I won't ruin that one but there was a scream that happened that was not through the spear box it was disembodied it was just like like 12 feet in front of me um, oh. that that was like this little girl screaming like blood curdling scream um, and that was one of another one of the investigations I did completely alone so there was nobody else out there and wow. as scared as I get I don't scream like a little girl like I don't I <laughs> scream but I don't sound like an 8 year old girl when I do it <laughs> Like it got uh, it was it was pretty terrifying. So I'd say I mean the spirit box is pretty amazing. I, I like that. Um, I've got I built an SLS camera um, oh, wow. that I've been getting. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of awesome evidence on that. Um, and I actually um, so one of the things I've never seen anybody do, and I'm, I'm starting to experiment with it, um, mm-hmm. is that typically if you've seen like somebody use the, the SLS, it's like the the pad, you know, the tablet or whatever is like yeah. facing the investigator, and then the camera's facing out. Yes. So I've actually got mine where I can set the 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 tablet facing the same way that the camera is facing. Um, and I haven't gotten the evidence yet, but I'm, I keep doing it on on all the investigations we're at. I'm hoping that something will map itself and then oh actually be able to. See see itself mapped on the actual uh you know computer screen um wow. and I, I don't know what's gonna happen like i want to see you know it does it like walk up to itself does it try and touch itself I wave know, like, I, who knows i know like would it be kind of like you know like when you see yourself in the mirror that you didn't know it would stare and you're like oh wait hey i'm here that would that yeah. would be so interesting oh my gosh i hope that you're you know you do get that evidence because i think that would be you know one of a kind things yeah and yeah and i've i've tried it now at uh, at the winchester and i tried it at the uh, virginia street antique mall um and unfortunately at both of those locations we we got sls evidence but it wasn't during that experiment so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm gonna keep on uh, keep on going it's gonna eventually something's gonna happen i feel like yeah something is gonna happen you know it just has to be the right moment the right time the right temperature everything has to be perfect and you will capture that evidence and it will be an epic epic day oh yeah 
that would be, you know, you'll be like the first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everybody would be like, what the hell just happened? Because I would be blown away with seeing it just kind of like interact with itself. Yeah, like, because I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, it's, I don't think, I mean, when else could that have ever been done? You know what I mean? It's like if you capture something on video and you play it back, it's not mm-hmm. like they could react to themselves and then you no. capture that. You know what I mean? Like the SLS really gives you the opportunity to to let something interact with itself live, like seeing itself. Wow. So, yeah, I'm stoked. I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. You need to, like, message me, call me, whatever, as soon as, you know, you do get something. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll FaceTime you when it's happening. Oh, my God, I hope you're <laughs> awake. I know it's like three hours later. <laughs> And that's funny because for those people who know me, they're like, you are like the sleepiest paranormal investigator. Like (laughs) in my regular life, I love to sleep and I am like, I'm serious. Like I come home, I do everything that I have to do. I have a son. So, you know, I get him ready. I play with him. Once he goes to bed, it's like, oh, okay. I eat dinner, shower, watch TV. And I'm like... If my eyes close at 8, 9 o'clock, oh, well, I'm falling asleep. So it's kind of funny because my friends are like, how do you stay up for investigation yet when you're not investigating, you're always sleeping? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm a total night owl, too. I mean, being a musician, my day started at like 2 p.m., you know what I mean? So for years and years and years. um, But I do, I also have, I have a three-year-old baby boy. And he's like, he, he wants to be a night owl, but he still gets up at like 7 a.m. So oh, I'm like, I'm cute. like, oh, man. So like, like, I have to try and sleep a little bit when I 7, 730. He's like yeah. grabbing my face like, dada, pancake. And I'm like, oh, OK, you want pancakes. <laughs> Didn't you just let's, love let's, it? They're so bossy. At yeah. Age. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, OK, let's get up and get you some pancakes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's pretty awesome. But yeah, I'll do like a lot of like he'll go to bed at like when he does go to sleep he'll be at like eight or nine and and then i just like i'm like okay good i've got like five hours worth of editing to do and and all this stuff so (laughs) not me i'm like okay bye world i'm falling asleep now uh we have another question for you it says do you do anything right before your investigation like rituals for preparation listening to music or anything like that what do you do before investigation to ground yourself um so I don't do any any like rituals or anything like that um, or listen to music. I honestly like I, I really like to just kind of sit in silence, mm-hmm. um, whether it's with, uh, you know, the team that I'm going to be at or just, you know, in the location or around the location by myself um, and really just kind of like like just take a take maybe a minute or so and just kind of like you know be really quiet and just kind of soak up the energy that's around, you know, kind of kind of because I don't I've never I've never claimed to have like abilities or like psychic mm-hmm. abilities or anything like that. I mean, if anything, I get kind of vibes, you know what I yeah. mean? Like if you go into a restaurant and it's like dirty and the wait staff is rude and yeah. you get that vibe of like, Oh, this is icky. Like, I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? Um, versus if it's like super nice and everybody's like, welcome, come on, have a seat. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I want to eat here. So, uh, I think I kind of get those feelings. So I'll walk into a building and you know, I've done, like I said, I've done over a thousand now, so I can kind of like, I know, like, the, oh, this is a creepy old insane asylum. Like, yeah. I probably should have some kind of apprehension. But I can kind of get past that now. Still get a vibe of, like, what kind of energy is in the place yeah. um, or around the place. And that's what I'll try and do is just really kind of sit there and kind of listen to nature and listen to what's kind of going on and, and, and kind of feel like, um, you know, what kind of energy and, and how I need to how I need to kind of conduct myself. Oh, wow. Sherry says, uh, do you carry any crystals or do you wear a cross or anything like on your person? 
Um, so in uh, usually either I'm wearing it or in my pocket, um, I've got a, a rosary that my like great grandmother owned, um, and so it just kind of got passed down and passed down. And my grandmother actually gave it to me, um, and so that's always pretty close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I try not to wear it too much because I mean it's it's like ancient, so I don't want it yeah, to like you snap. Don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to yeah. snap. But yeah, I mean it's 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 always it's always with me. It's always at an investigation. So if I ever get into something that I feel like I really absolutely need it, um, it's there. But yeah, not to, I don't I don't I mean, I would wear like crystals or like bring sage with me. Like I said, I mean you know I, I'd rather have it and not need it. <laughs> not me. I'm like I have my rosary on under my clothes, and I'm like okay, yeah. I'm here. I'm like I'm not messing with nobody today. We have another question for you. It says, do you prefer investigating alone or with others? What are the pros and cons on that? That's an excellent question. Um, I really enjoy both, but for vastly different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned before a lot of the investigations I did before the haunted site actually started, I did by myself. Um, and, I mean, I definitely enjoyed that. I would not condone that, though. And anybody that's listening, do yes, not investigate by yourself. Like, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, with that said, I did it. And I thought you know, at the time <laughs> I thought it was worth it. Um, but, I mean, in, in that instance, like when I'm completely isolated, completely alone, um, I wouldn't even bring a cell phone. Like, I mean, I was, I was completely alone. Uh, I feel like if something was to happen or you know when things did happen um then it's like beyond a shadow of a doubt i know that it's something that's paranormal because i know 100 percent it wasn't me um and so that's kind of a pro coming from that side of things but i mean i love investigating with people i love bringing friends out i mean one of the investigations on on the youtube channel um i just brought some of my friends out from here in reno a couple of radio djs out here and mm-hmm. and uh, some some buddies and you know some skeptics and stuff like that and and you know it was a lot of fun because you know uh, most of them had never done anything like that before and you know we were capturing some good evidence and stuff and you know they had a blast but um it's like but i've also dealt with you know bringing people out and and yeah. like you know you you see them like throw a rock like you witness them throw a rock and then they're like oh my god did you hear that you know what i mean yeah that gets me kind of upset when that happens i'm like listen you know it may be a joke to you and you may think it's funny but for us this is real this is what we're doing i tell people it's all you know it's almost like we're scientists and we try and uncover things and you know we're researchers at the end of the day and this is you know this is real it's not a joke for us we yeah, have another absolutely. question for you. Let me. It was a good question. Where is it? Let me try to go up. Hold on one second. It was, you know, what location did you investigate that you will not go back to? Um, investigation I will not go back to. Um, I don't. I mean, it's not that I to, would. Yeah, go, you would have to like, tell us the name of the location, but you know, kind of the experience, oh, like what happened. Oh no, no. The, no, that's totally fine. Like, I'd love to go back, but they tore the building down. It was the Linda Vista Hospital, um, but they, they demolished it. So I, I I can't go back, unfortunately. But, I mean, as far as, like, creep factor or, like, yeah. you know, experiences happen, mm-hmm. there's not a single place. Like, I mean, even the places where I was scratched or pushed um, or, you know, just caught thing cursing at me or whatever, like, even those places, I'd love to go back. Um, because, like you said, we're researchers and, and we're really trying to document this stuff as best we can. Yeah. Um, and to me, I feel like I can't even really begin to understand a location until I've investigated it 
15 or 20 times um to to weed out you know the 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 out the outliers whether it's you know a crazy amount of activity or no activity um you know you can kind of weed all of that out and take an average you know after you've done 15 or 20 of them at at the same location um because then you kind of get a feel of okay what tends to happen more Mm -hmm. or you know what what kind of evidence am i capturing um so yeah no i would love to go back to every single location i've been to uh, because it just continues to add to that data um to to you know to help me kind of validate and document more of the evidence that i'm capturing yeah, that is, that's amazing. Now, you know, we're almost coming towards the end of the show. Like, you know, what cool things do you have coming up? Uh, so we've got a ton of really cool stuff coming up. Uh, we The investigations are that we're doing are pretty amazing. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel obviously buzzing right now. Um, we're actually in the talks. Uh, I, can, I can actually talk about it now, but we're actually in the talks with uh, netflix um to be uh like one of the first netflix original series on paranormal investigation like oh like real God. paranormal investigation that's uh, so, so amazing we, yeah so there's <laughs> there's a I'm ton like so of excited really for you i'm like cool oh my god that's like if i got the news i'm like yay <laughs> yeah yeah we, so there's you know fingers crossed we've got a lot mm-hmm. of really really cool stuff kind of in the pipeline uh that we're working on you know a lot of a lot of collaboration videos i heard you talking about um ansley the the spirit chick um mm-hmm. she's actually another she's a friend of mine she lives here in tahoe um which is which yeah be jealous lake tahoe is like 30 uh, minutes away from my house i'm so you, you listen i lived out in la for a while i am very jealous oh, yeah. of you right now yeah it's it's or just out there but she's really close uh, to here um we're actually doing so i did the mackie mansion i, I did a whole episode at mackie mansion uh, about a month ago um and ansley the spirit chick she's actually coming out with me and we're gonna do a dual investigation at the oh mackie mansion because that's yeah, that's, that's one cool. of her favorite places. Like she's investigated there like over a hundred mm-hmm. times. Like she goes there all the time. Oh, um, and so amazing. we're yeah, so we're actually going to do um, like a part two of of the series because I did the first part there for the haunted mm-hmm. side. But we're going to do a part two with her um, oh, and man. release that probably in the next couple of months. It's going to be pretty awesome. She's, I mean, she's one of those people on social media that she's just such a beautiful soul. Like she seems like such a great woman. Yeah, no, she's great. You'll you'll love her. I'm excited to have her on. So now, are, are you going to sing for us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because one of the one of the songs that I used to always sing, um, they would everybody would laugh so hard because I mean we were like a rock band, you know what I mean? Like we yeah. toured with like Train and Matchbox Twenty and Switchfoot and bands like that. Uh-huh. Um, and so so like. I would like be on the mic like warming up you know like beforehand like during sound check and the people that could hear you know that were out there that could hear uh, they'd hear me singing like random Disney songs Uh, and (laughs) I used to love it okay so does that mean you're gonna sing a random Disney song (laughs) absolutely yeah so I'm like no joke like I'd be back there and I'd just be like a whole new world a dazzling place i never knew and i just would go and go and go and these people were like oh my god is he singing disney songs (laughs) (laughs) why is it that every part like most paranormal investigators we are like completely obsessed with disney we're like a rare bunch who knows who knows i mean but that seems to be a pretty common trend there like everybody's like oh man Love Disney songs. Love Disney and Dis- songs. Oh, Sherry says, "Sing, boy, sing." We want to hear you sing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, somehow I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good oh. time. 
this is this been a listen this been a great interview i'm so glad that you accepted to be on the show this is so much fun i've had such a blast with you tonight yeah so much fun definitely i'd love to come back anytime yeah definitely you know i'll definitely reach out to you and we need to make some plans and we need to investigate together we need to do some footage that'll be fun yes let's do this yeah definitely but so (laughs) thank you for being on my show tonight and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful night thank you so much you do the same take care (laughs) bye-bye now, guys, thank you so much for tuning in into the Egypt, into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. I think we've had such a great show tonight. It was so much fun. He was, you know, an awesome guy to have on. I'm still working on pretty cool guests, hopefully for, you know, August. So, you know, that will be once I announce that it's going to be pretty big and pretty amazing. Guys, thank you so much. Um, you know, I always try to say some nice words before ending the show, you know. And right now, it's just, life is so good. And just be grateful for everything that's going on and, you know, for the opportunities that come forward or those opportunities that you thought were the best ones, but they just weren't for you. It's okay to pass up on big opportunities because it is just a doorway for bigger and better things. Always be kind to one another. And remember, you know, don't be in the gossip. Don't be a naysayer. Have love for everyone and want everyone to succeed. Have a good night.